We make USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Please stand clear of the doors. All right, guys, are you ready? I'm so excited to go to the wave. To those guests who've just joined us. Of American flavor. Welcome to episode 86 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today, we will be giving the his on the wave of American flavors. So, uh, first off, I didn't even know that was the full name. You didn't know that? No. Oh, Not yeah. until really? I saw this part of the history. Yeah, because, you know, it doesn't say the wave of American Actually, flavors on the, on the thing behind you. Right now, you know, we're on Zoom and... Jen has the picture of the entrance to the wave. And it doesn't say the wave. wave. Yeah, this is the wave, right? It's actually the wave of American flavors. He is right. <laughs> there is a pause. <laughs> Who's saying it? Is someone like when you're walking through that little awesome tunnel there, does it say the wave? And then there's like a long pause until you get to no. the end of the tunnel and then it says it? No, it says it. If you look at if you look at my Disney experience, it says it like that. The wave dot 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 dot. I guess uh, <laughs> it's not that fancy of a restaurant. That sounds like a fancy thing, right? When you talk, when you say like the wave, yeah. and there's like a dramatic pause, uh-huh. like you know, you have the dramatic hamster, or whatever that is, like dun dun dun, <laughs> shh, and then of American flavors. You know, it's, it's not that fancy of a restaurant. Images I saw looks fancy. Yeah, it does. It's not bad in there. And, You've been right. Oh yeah, I've been. It's all and it's it's really nice. You know, in there. I'm not saying it's not, but I guess it's a fancy hotel though. I mean, the Contemporary is pretty fancy. Well, I think the Grand Floridian is more is fancier than contemporary mm-hmm. well yeah uh but I'm, I'm just playing around though so let's go ahead and let's get to the history you know let's get to the ratings uh you know i've been there jen you've been there right you've recently just been there so i'm really looking forward to hear your experience there yeah yeah uh just a few days ago yeah so alex what do you think of the restaurant I don't know. Never been there. Okay. Jen, uh, <laughs> overall, you know, we're going to get more, we're going to get deeper into your experience later on, but mm-hmm. what do you think of the restaurant? I um, love the restaurant. Actually, we've that was the third time that we've eaten there. Um, we just kind of stumbled onto it by accident, probably about a year ago, and had lunch, and we were pleasantly surprised. And so when we stayed out at um, Bay Lake Towers in December, we decided to make a dinner reservation. And um, we'd had lunch before and we were really impressed with dinner. So then, um, but both times we hadn't taken our kids. And so this past time when we stayed at Riviera, we made reservations again and brought the kids and everybody actually really, really liked it. So. Okay. Uh, awesome. Yeah. And I pretty much, I really like going, I've been there only once, right? Uh, it's definitely a, I would say the the food was we really enjoyed the food. The experience overall was really great. You really can't beat how close it is to Magic Kingdom. Uh so we um you know we really enjoyed it too. I'm really looking forward to kind of talking about my, about my memory of going there cuz it's a it's a cool memory. It wasn't it was almost a year ago since I that I ate there. Mhm. So but how about rating? Jen, you want to give it a rating? Oh, I'd rate it a 9. A Ooh, 9. Wow. Why why 9? Um well, I <laughs> The food is 
the food's really good. Um, so that's what gives it the nine. Um, the decor is, is not bad, but that would be the only way I would change it to a 10. Okay. Uh, I would rate it an eight, you know, which is still really high, yeah. uh, really good restaurant, you know, the re- I think for it to be higher than an eight, I would have to have some type of, uh, in my opinion, you know, a, like a unique experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like a unique experience, but the food there is super del- delicious, you know. Uh, but it's just like any other restaurant. You go there and you and it's just you, you eat, right? Uh, so, yes. That's <laughs> so. what you do at restaurants. Yeah. I mean. Let's get to the his on the wave of American flavors. The Wave of American Flavors is an American cuisine restaurant that serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It was opened in 2008, replacing a former arcade room and snack bar. The Wave has a breakfast buffet, but lunch and dinner are table service. The restaurant is very open with wooden tables and white linen napkins. It has a casual elegance. It is contemporary in style, more like a fine dining restaurant in the city instead of a Disney resort. So, Jen, um, you've only eaten dinner there, right? I had only lunch and dinner, um, but I was thinking about it. And this is actually one of the restaurants. I just saw this. And I, if I, if it's in the history far ahead, I was just skimming and I didn't see it that they, um, they changed it obviously because of COVID and it's family style now, which is similar to um, Whispering Canyon where they bring everything, you know, they bring you like a big platter to the table and then, you know, refill as needed. Oh, yeah. No, I didn't do I know this is in history because I didn't see anything online about that. So that's pretty interesting. I ju- I literally just saw it maybe yesterday um, that they announced that change. So uh-huh. um, I feel like for a while, that's how anything that is buffet is going to be. Right. Um, you know, just because of hygiene. So it'll be interesting, though, because that made me think of a couple of different buffets that I don't know if that would be possible. And those are the places that have the carving stations, you know, like Boma mm-hmm. yeah. and um, Trails End that how would you how would you do that? So, I mean, I'm sure they'll bring them back eventually, you know, in some form or fashion. But but yeah, yeah. Buffets are probably not going to be what they used to be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so you've eaten lunch there, right? The lunch and dinner experience, was it, was it different? Would you, anything with portions? Were portions different? No, um, just different types of food. I think I, I believe I had a sandwich for lunch and then dinner. I actually ended up having the same thing both times I went because the first time I was just kind of blown away. It was really good. And so I just couldn't get past that and had to order it again. <laughs> when the Contemporary Resort opened in 1971, it didn't have much in the way of restaurants or facilities. Eventually, on the first floor right by the front desk, Disney decided to change a convention space to Fiesta Fun Center. This was the location of an enormous area that housed an endless row of pinball machines, ski balls, pool tables, and air hockeys. A large screen would play feature screenings of Disney films, while the snack bar supplied all the food. It even had a full-scale shooting gallery. As years went by, the facility was reduced in size and even changed its name to Food and Fun Center. The Concourse Steakhouse opened on the Grand Canyon Concourse in 1994 and served breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It resided under the monorail system for 14 years until 2008 to make way for the Contempo Cafe, which resides there today. With Concourse Steakhouse closing down, that left a void in the resort's restaurant options. To fill the gap of not having a restaurant that served breakfast, lunch, and dinner, 
the Imagineers decided to replace the withering food and fun center. They remodeled the windowless concourse to become a fine dining restaurant. The tube-like opening to the facility was remodeled to brown with blue neon signs. So the tube-like opening uh, is definitely is pretty cool. Yeah, it's hard to describe that. And like when I looked, I was like thinking how to describe it. It's kind of hard to describe, but it is does look cool. It definitely catches your eye. It kind of reminds me of when you're like on Spaceship Earth and mm-hmm. you're going like through where you're supposed to be, I guess, going into space. Yeah, it's yeah. like a tube, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. So it kind of reminds me of that a little bit. Right. Um, but I definitely like that opening. I like how it's, it's, it's pretty much you go into the Contemporary Resort and it's like right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very close to the front. It's right, right, really close to the front. So you don't have to go like looking for it or you don't have to go to like the second floor, mm-hmm. the fourth floor, go back down to the second floor, kind of like, uh, what is it? California Grill. You know, you, you have to go up to go down. Like you go to your reservation uh-huh. you check in and then you have to go down and then oh. there's like an elevator that goes specifically to uh california um grill. california grill uh-huh. uh so i don't remember the arcade and i mean we didn't really stay on property when i was younger but i i feel like my husband did because i know he was talking about that when we ate there oh yeah recently that it used to be an arcade and you know he's got he remembers everything like in his entire life vividly so i'm sure maybe he remembers something about it but i i just have no recollection of it being a big giant arcade with a shooting gallery or anything like that yeah i mean i don't remember that either but it's definitely kind of uh it's kind of has some cool history for sure the wave of american flavors opened in june 2008 it hosts a breakfast buffet from 7.30 to 11 a.m. with a lunch at 12 to 2 p.m. and dinner at 5.30 to 10 p.m. Both lunch and dinner are table service. To the side and behind the check-in desk are two lounges for waiting. These circular rooms with deep blue fabric covering the walls, plush bench seating, and black cocktail tables are dimly lighted, allowing for a cozy waiting area. Also behind the check-in desk is a stylish bar with seating. Overhead the bar area is twinkling stars in the ceiling where guests 21 or older can enjoy the New World wines, trendy cocktails, and organic beers. Unlike the lounge, the restaurant is not covered in blues. It has contemporary chairs, booths, and tables, all in brown palette with white linens. The wave aspects are captured in the overhead metal decor, the backing to the chairs, which is a blue color, and the white overhead lights. In the back of the restaurant is an area that can be closed off to create one or two private dining rooms. The lights are dimmed at dinner time to supply that intimate dining atmosphere that most upscale restaurants have. The salt and pepper shakers are removed and only supplied on demand to make room for the votive style candles. It's kind of interesting how they clear off the table of salt and pepper shakers, huh? Yeah, you asked for them. So how, how dim is that, Jen? Because I've been to restaurants where I thought it was too dim. Oh, I don't think it was too dim at all. I don't think it was too dim either. No. No, the atmosphere in there, it it definitely does give the aesthetic of, you know, like a nice um, restaurant, you know, with the linen, napkins Mm -hmm. and and tablecloths and everything like that. You definitely feel um, like you're in a classier place. Uh, The bar area is pretty cool looking. Uh, I've never sat in there and had a drink. I've just kind of looked at it in passing, but um, it's on my to-do list because it's completely um, different as far as the decor goes. So it would probably be pretty cool to sit in there and have a drink. Do you know something? I think when I ate there, it was in the bar area. I don't think I got, I don't think I went to the full like restaurant, I guess, part really? of it. Yeah, yeah. So like I remember going, it wasn't too dimly lit. You know, it, it, like we were, were there with another couple 
and it wasn't like we were squinting to see each other. It was fine, mm. uh, and it was cool because I there was I think I wasn't sure if it was because it was busy or not, you know. But there was like little areas where people were eating, right? That were kind of private. They're like almost like you had like a private room to yourself, but it mm. was just people. Just their people were just eating there. Uh, so I'm not sure if it, if, if the reason why because it was so busy because we were we went when we went to the wave it was a night of moonlight magic. Okay, so it so maybe be really busy. It could have been really busy, you know. Uh, it didn't seem like it was busy, but I mean, we were definitely in the bar area because today, like today, I was looking up pictures of the wave, mm-hmm. and that that's not. I was like, well, I, that's not really. I didn't really. I don't remember seeing that. It's probably because I was in the bar area, like Jen saying that she wants to go to the bar area. Do mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about, Jen? When you first walk walk in, yeah, right? That's I, the bar area. Hmm. Yeah, no, no. I think um, I you. It sounds like that's where you probably ate because the restaurant it almost has like a um, like a cruise ship dining room vibe. The um, yeah. the main restaurant does. So if you don't remember that feeling, then you probably did eat in the bar area. Yeah, and the bar area kind of remind me of the um, Bay Lake Tower, the top of the world. How you know, like when you go to Bay Lake Tower, the top of the world, they have those separate little booths. Yeah, yeah. Like the little private areas, I guess you can go to, right? And, and it seemed like this, the wave had that kind of off to the side. They do on the on the edges of yep. the restaurant. Yep, yep, they do have those. It was cool. How about the lounge? Did you guys sit in the lounge at all? Either of you? We the I sat in the area? waiting area for just a few minutes one time. Um, mm. and it's kind of got like a blue over. It's like the it's lighting is cast blue, and you know it's kind of cool. It's very dark in there. Um, but we didn't sit there that long, and then you know we got called to our table. So. Um, it's just kind of neat how they have all these different little um, experiences, you know, as far as, you know, like the feelings that you get from the decor and everything like that all in one restaurant. So it's kind of cool. The Wave of American Flavors supplies American cuisine inspired by local and regional sourced ingredients. The food is paired with New World wines and craft beers. The breakfast offers an all-care-to-eat buffet or an off-the-regular menu, which has options like Egg Benedict, the Wave Signature Sweet Potatoes, and an omelet your way. With specialty smoothies, Disney character punch, breakfast cocktails, and a wide variety of coffee and tea. This breakfast ranges from $15 to $35. The child breakfast for $9 to $10. The child breakfast for $9 to $10. Offer the Mickey waffles, scrambled eggs, or oatmeal, all with two sides and a drink. You know, I wonder if they utilize a lot of the um, produce and like uh, fish from uh, the land. Maybe. Uh, I'm not sure. I know that the fish from the land that they uh, they are used at the, the, the restaurants around the Disney parks. Uh, but let's talk about the prices. Yeah. Right. The prices are really not that bad. And not for you, an all-you-can-eat breakfast. No, not at all. And, I mean, not only that, this for dinner, though, I remember the prices weren't that bad. And it was really good. Like, the food was really good. It is really good. That That's part of the reason we keep returning because, you know, you there's so many different places that you can eat if you incorporate all the different resorts and all the parks. You know, if you really want to kind of try everything at, at least once, you you have plenty of options. You're not going to duplicate yourself anytime soon, but this place was so good. That's why we've been back as, you know, and with the frequency that we had. Yeah. I think, uh, I just remember the food. I remember it being a good amount of food and it was just really good. Really? And I would go back there in a heartbeat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, I mean, the pricing, when you look at the, the prices, when they have like the dollar, the dollar signs that value pricing, I think they're in like the three to five, like they're the three out of five, which is pretty good, especially since, 
it is a nicer, nicer looking restaurant. Mm-hmm. It is almost like you're an upscale restaurant, but you're not. And then you also have the food, which is nice, but not that expensive, which is crazy. It's like yeah. a value place. Yeah. Well, and if you if you want to break from because not everybody is all Disney all the time. Right. You know, you have people who, you know, you're taking your kids to the park big and you just, you know, I'm second tired of Mickey or, or you know whatever it is and there's really nothing in there that no. kind of screams Disney about it at all. So yeah. if you just want to break from that oversaturation of all things Mickey, you know, you definitely could find that in there. Yeah, I was going to ask you, because the photos, I don't see anything Mickey in there. Nothing that I can. I'm sure maybe if I really, really looked, there's got to be hidden Mickey something somewhere. But really, there, there's there's nothing that stands out. The lunch menu costs the same as breakfast, $15 to $35, but with all the food being made to order. There are appetizers like soup, salad, lump crab cakes, and steamed bao buns. Delicious entrees like chicken or Reuben sandwiches, fish of the day, and a signature burger. They even have a plant-based option of cauliflower tacos. They are the always delicious desserts, chocolate flight, and cream brulee. They serve a wide variety of teas and coffees, non-alcoholic beverages, and specialty cocktails. They have their organic beers and new age wine, and even a nice bourbon for the fans of spirits. Dinner can range from $35 to $60, and there is even a kid's menu for lunch and dinner. The kid's menu is the same for lunch and dinner, an option of a burger, grilled chicken, or pasta. The dinner has a lot of the same options as a lunch menu, but differs when it comes to the main dish. Dinner offers gnocchi, beef or pork tenderloin, roasted chicken, and tikka masala. The dinner menu also adds a fish of the day as part of their plant-based meals. Did you say cream brulee? <laughs> yeah, I did say cream brulee. <laughs> you just added it, I guess. Why? What All is right. it? Uh... so let me tell you um the pork tenderloin (laughs) that's that's the thing that brought me back like i have to order this again because it was so good cooked perfect great flavors couldn't even look at anything else on there and um for my husband it was the uh, tikka masala oh really yeah and originally it comes, um, it's plant-based. So it comes with a, a tofu um, as your quote unquote protein. But he had heard from somebody that you can ask to add chicken on instead. Okay. And um, it was, you know, a little bit of an upcharge and he absolutely loved it. So again, that's what he got both times. Oh, wow. So um, the older kids got um, the bow buns and they liked them. Uh, and um they do have Mickey um, or uh, Disney chicken tenders, though. Not just grilled chicken. We did find that out oh, do from they? My, my, my picky younger one who only eats Disney chicken. I kind of uh, wanted to try some of these desserts. We, we, we didn't get dessert when we went there because we, you know, we were doing the Moonlight Magic and mm-hmm. you get free dessert. Not really free dessert, but when you go into the parks as DVC members, you get like, there's like an ice cream station. You can tear up some ice cream, right? Oh, you love your ice cream stations. I do. <laughs> I do love my ice cream stations. But um, no, I think you might have said it right. Isn't cream br- creme brulee? It's, cre- it's creme. It's creme. Creme. Creme brulee. Yeah, creme brulee. I'm not going to fix it. Creme brulee. Why gonna... not? Creme, man. Let's put this. Have you put like, this be like creme and just put it in there. Then have to cut all this out too. <laughs> no, you, oh yeah, you're right. No, we can leave it in there. That makes it even better. Making sense then. <laughs> no, it, it makes perfect sense. Uh, if I ate there, I think I'd get the gnocchi. I love gnocchi. What? Gnocchi? Gnocchi. 
Gnocchi? Yeah. Say it again. Gnocchi. Okay. I guess. You say tomato, <laughs> I say tomato. No one says tomato. <laughs> Some people do, I'm sure. I haven't met a single person in my whole life. Well, I've never met a single person say gnocchi like you. You have now. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'm pretty sure that's the correct way to say it. <laughs> Maybe. I think that's the correct way to say it. Probably. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The wine menu at The Wave is made up of almost entirely of screw-top wines, and many of them are from the Southern Hemisphere. Bread is baked on-premises and hand-sliced by the servers. The $14 Bacon and Eggs Dinner Appetizer is considered one of the best on Disney property. It is a delicious maple pork belly bacon with eggs and smoked cheddar grits. Let me tell you, that is amazing. You had that? It's an appetizer. Yes. It is amazing. Really? And I don't even like grits. I was going to say, I'm not a big grits fan, so I don't know if I'll get it. I don't like grits, but I will tear that up with the grits. I don't like runny eggs. I'll eat it until he, because it comes with one single, you know, very, very, very soft boiled egg on top. Yeah. So I'll I'll eat all of it until he gets to the point where he wants to, you know, pop the egg and then I'm kind of done because I got a runny egg issue. But um, the grits are, and I just, well, it's so good. Like I would go just to have that. Really? Mm-hmm. That sounds delicious. I have to try that next time. Let me tell you a story about grits real quick. Grits, right? One time I had grits. <laughs> okay. One time I had grits. I was like, oh, you know, grits are good, right? Really? But I have a funny feeling it was like unhealthy grits. You know, it was kind of like, because it's like grits. Uh-huh. It all depends on how you make it, right? I guess. Like one time it was like this whole bunch of cheese in it and it was like really buttery, right? Okay, it was yeah. like delicious, right? And then Oh, some... yeah. You put much butter in something. It tastes yeah, exactly. pretty good. And then one time I had, like the next time I had grits, I was like, you know, grits are good. I'm going to have grits again. And I was like, mm. I'm not sure how I feel about this. It, was, it wasn't like that. It was like n- not good grits, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and then I, had, I was like, maybe maybe it's just people making it different. It, yeah. it all depends on how the grits are made. If you put cheese, a bunch of butter, you know, in it, and it sounds just like this. Like, you usually I'm not a fan of grits. Cheese and a bunch of butter on anything will taste good eventually. Yeah, I guess That's right. true. That is true. So uh, I'm not a big fan. I like oatmeal better than grits. Really? Yeah. I think I like oatmeal. Two completely different breakfasts. I can't even fathom that. <laughs> That's not a good comparison? No, I just, mm, no. But it sounds like I mean, this grits, it sounds delicious. This grits, see, I can't associate grits with breakfast just because I can't, I don't eat them. So oatmeal is breakfast. And now that I, these are the first kind of grits that I've like really enjoyed. I'll never associate it with breakfast. It's always dinner now. Really? You're like, let me get those dinner grits. My <laughs> my brother-in-law one time made some really good grits. Oh, Mike, yeah? You know, oh man, they were delicious. Oh. Yeah, he made really good grits. I just don't like, had like three sticks of butter in it or something. I'm, probably, but you know, the, the I think the sometimes I don't like grits. Like there's plain. Like I have to have some type of something in the grits. You well, know, I can't have plain oatmeal. Some people eat grits. They they see grits. They don't put anything in it, right? Hmm. I think I don't know. I don't know. You know how you say the same word over and over again, and then it starts sounding weird. Yes. that's how I. That's how I feel right now with this. What with grits? Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Really, grits? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about grits, huh? We here at DizHiz think The Wave is a great choice for your dining experience. The Wave of American Flavor is a great upscale restaurant without the upscale pricing. It has a family-friendly breakfast buffet, but also allows mom and dad to have a nice romantic dinner, all at the same facility. For the month of February, we'll donate any money received from new Patreons to Give Kids the World. Give Kids the World is a nonprofit organization out of Kissimmee, Florida, They provide week-long cost-free vacations to critically ill children and their families from around the world. 
to visit their whimsical resort with unique entertainment attractions, venues, and fun activities for children of all abilities. From Monday, February 1st till Sunday, February 28th, if you join any of our tiers, Pixie Dust at $2, Mouseketeer at $5, or Imagineer at $10, that money for the month of February will be donated. Mouseketeers and Imagineers will also get to join other Disney fans in our Discord server, which is always lively with Disney-themed conversations. You will also be able to watch our live recordings of the podcasts, as well as get Cutting Room Floor tracks. It's a win-win. You get more Disney content as well as donate to a great cause. Just head over to patreon.com slash 65 That's patreon.com forward slash D-I-Z-H-I-Z 65 to donate this month. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, memories, memories. Memories, 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 memories. Memories, everybody. Listen to my memories. Okay, Alex. Uh, you got any memories? Uh, no. Okay, Jen, how about you? Because you just went there this past week and want to share, uh, you know, your experience there. Or do you have like a memory there that you want to share? I don't have like a specific memory. Um, it was, I mean, we had a really nice relaxed dinner and it was just like this nice little pleasant break from like any normal Disney chaos. Um, so yeah, I mean, and the food was great. I know I've said that before, but it was, it was really good. Awesome. Okay, so uh, I have my memory. You know, I was one last year, like March, Moonlight Magic. Is it Moonlight Magic? It's Moonlight Magic or Midnight Magic? They change it, moonlight. right? Moonlight. Moon- no, moonlight Magic, moonlight. right? It's Moonlight Magic. So Moonlight Magic. We went there with our, um, you know, some friends, and we and we didn't eat there with you, Jen, but we met you there after we we ate right. at the wave. Uh, it was a really good experience. You know, they have a really cool drink menu there. Um, so we had like a drink, a couple drinks. Uh, we had, you know, I, I believe I had the burger and it was like really, really good. Like a bacon burger was really good. The fries were like really good. Mm. I can't remember the appetizer that we ate. Oh man. But I, 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 we did have an appetizer. I misremember it being really good. I remember the food being really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the atmosphere there was great. We had a, a great, um, you know, server. He was funny, you know, and was really helpful with everything that he was, you know, just really cool guy. Um, Overall, great experience. I mean, Contemporary, man, it's just a, it's a fabulous hotel. I love going to Contemporary. I think one of the reasons why I love going there so much is because it's growing up as a kid. You know, the monorail goes through it. Yeah. Right? So it's so awesome that the monorail goes through right. a hotel. Uh, so that Contemporary feeling is, is a special. Um, and, yeah. And, you know, we, we got, it was walking distance to Magic Kingdom. So, you know, we ate dinner there. We enjoyed, like, a super nice dinner there for, for you know, like, a couple hours or whatever. And then we walked over to Magic Kingdom for Moonlight Magic and, you know, rode Big Thunder, you know, uh, like five times. You know, we rode Mine Train like five times. So it, jealous. So it was uh, overall, you know, it was a great experience from, from the start, from the wave until the end of the night. Ever roll out of bed and feel like being a little bad? Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has you covered with their Villain Wax Melt line. The Sea Hag Melt will have you wanting to use that body language like Ursula with its bouquet of roses, lily, lilacs, and sweet violets with undernotes of musk. If you feel like you're going to have a meltdown like Hades, throw in the Wax Melt Ruler of the Underworld, which will fill your home with smells of lavender, rosemary, lemon verbena, cinnamon, coriander, leather, amber, and hints of smoke. 
or if you just feel like you are just the evilest one of all, get yourself the Mistress of Evil Melt. These Maleficent-inspired melts will release a woodsy scent with its crisp pine needles, white fur, clove, patchouli, oak, and sugar pine. No matter how you're feeling, make sure to visit MagicallyScented.com to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your attitude. That's three cheeky chicks at MagicallyScented.com. Hey, Joey, what you drinking? So, hey, Joey, man, how you doing? I'm good, bro. So how, you're doing all, you're doing okay. And, uh, you know, you've been up to a lot and, you know, we, you got a lot of news to kind of share and uh, you've been making uh, some some pretty cool videos. I was just watching uh, the video of you at the Ren- Renaissance Fair, you know, that was that seemed yeah, like a I lot got, of fun. I'll tell you all about that, man. That was fun. First off, Jen, I love that you are at the Wave. That is my jammy jam for uh, brunch. Absolutely love that place. Yes, I like it too a lot. And the, that's um, and that's what we're doing the history on today. Actually, is the wave, Joey? No way, dude! They have the best brunch on Disney property. Really? Even better over uh, than the uh, Alan Compass. Alan Compass was cool if you could meet characters, but now it's just like I, you know, there's something about paying fifty three bucks for an Uncrustable that I'm kind of like. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I can get Bloody Marys at the wave. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, thank you. The, the Renaissance festival video that ended up being a really fun little blessing. So, um, Allison's cousins, uh, Peter and, uh, his basically wife, Jenny, they work for NASA. Mm-hmm. So they are right down the road from, from Brevard County Ren Fair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they just happened to mention, they were like, you should come out here and you should film a video. Like it's not a theme park, but it is a themed thing. Give it a shot. So I went there and I filmed probably two hours worth of footage. And then I did a couple of fun little interviews and I talked to a couple of people. I had no idea. The Brevard County Renaissance Festival, they have a YouTube channel and it has like 70 subscribers. Mm -hmm. And they have these really, really great quality videos that they did that have 11 views, 12 views. So I didn't know this. I thought I was just doing a hobby. Went out, did the video. It caught fire to the point where they shared it with West TV News. It got shared on their page. It's got like 500 views now. And I got this really cool letter from, it, it, it says, um, the, the king of the Renaissance Festival and all of his um, um, squires and um, are pleased with your the quality of your craftsmanship. And we invite you back to become a part of the royal family. So I have to go back Saturday. They gave me like, I get like, like a, I get a, a season pass. I can go every day. They want me to come back and do more videos and nice. interview all their people. And so it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And you can definitely tell like the quality of your videos are also getting better. You're getting, you're doing a better job of like editing your videos and it's definitely, uh, you're, you're putting some work in for sure. I appreciate it, man. That's what we say for every two hours of, of raw footage I have, I get maybe one five minute video. Yeah. There's a lot of B-roll footage. Speaking of which we got to talk off air. I still want to do the episode of the history of Diz His, and I want to do an entire episode about you guys. Awesome, yeah, like 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 a YouTube thing type. Uh, that'd be yeah, a, that'd be a, that'd a YouTube be awesome. video about the history of Diz His from start to start oh. to current, not finish. Obviously, it's still a great show, and it's still going on. Yeah, yeah, the His on Diz His. Huh? Yeah, you trying to end us, man? You trying <laughs> to end our show? Never. Are you kidding me? <laughs> We're going to the top, bro. Diz His 
only we're only at the ground floor i'm taking we're going viral we're going to be celebrities it's going to be epic it's going to be a bunch of nerds talking to other nerds about stuff that nerds love i can't wait yeah man so tell me man a little bit more because you've been up to a lot you know it's been a while since we talked to you we talked to you like i think early december was the last time we talked to you you know and we're kind of looking forward to kind of doing your segment a little bit more often you know talking about what you've been drinking around the parks um so tell us what, what what are some new things going in going on in the land of joey um well once I mean, we joke, it all started with the, once you get to 100 subscribers on YouTube, you name it. Once you get to 1,000, you monetize. As of this morning, I'm at 5,300 subscribers. Wow. So I've got something huge planned for the fives. So when we get to 5,555 subscribers, which should probably happen next week, um, we're going to go do a, they do art drops in the park where you can hide pieces of art that you've done and you give clues to find them and people find them and then they repost and retag. And I've teamed up with uh, sketchystories.com and Sterling Kisses and they are going to give me, um, uh, these guys make dice that look like skull heads and they're numbered and they roll like real dice. So they are making me five pair of skull dice that I can hide inside the theme park. And we're going to do fives and fives on all the fives with the five sets of skull dice and, Number five is going to be repeated noxiously, and it's going to be a whole thing we're doing that day. And I will be in the parks hiding, and I'm thinking about hiding one in each Disney park and one at Disney Springs, and we're going to see who actually finds them. That's pretty cool, man. Sounds like a wow. lot of fun. Okay, and then uh, yeah, so maybe we'll, maybe uh, you know we can post that on our on our you know social media too, so we can get people out it. there because that sounds like fun. You know, people need that fun right now. Mm-hmm. They so. you nailed it, and that's all I'm trying to do is just like you guys. I'm just trying to bring the good times and bring the, the the pleasantry and the smiles because, you know, that's another thing that I boast about is even though we joke and we talk about, about drinking, my page is extremely G-rated. It is safe for children. And even when I talk about drinking, you'll never really see me drink obsessively. It's uh-huh. mostly we talk about what we're drinking and what we're doing. Um, no vulgarities. I don't curse. Uh, it's uh, you got to keep it safe for the kids, man. Yeah. We're talking about food parks. Here, yeah, you know? and you know, the, you know, and that's 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 all great, right? And the reason why we have this segment on our show is because you know we have a lot of adults listening, and there are some really cool themed drinks yeah. around the parks, right? And it's also a lot of fun. For example, you know, we just did our episode on um, uh, the the bar that's in the uh, Trader oh. Trader Sam's, right? Yes. Not Trader Sam's. Trader Sam. Yeah, yeah, Trader yeah. Sam's yeah Trader, Trader It's like Sam's. you know, it's like a it's like a bar, but it's it's different. You know, it's not yeah. really a bar. It's like a fun. It's almost it's like it's like an attraction, right? And the you wouldn't know about it if you didn't know if you never went there and you weren't a big Disney person. You would never know about those things that are there for adults. Well, yes, exactly. So, anything else that you want to share? Anything else that you've been up to? I know you've been at the parks, right? Yep. I am uh, very happy to announce that as of about a week ago, I am now the CEO owner of Joey Mazant Tourism Entertainment LLC. I am registered with the Better Business Bureau. I am registered with the state of Florida. I have a tax number, and that's it, man. I own my own company now. Nice. And pretty much what you're doing Good for you, you. And, and what you're doing is going. You can. Uh, it's kind of like what you were doing before, but you're bringing people to parks. I guess. What, what is it? What exactly well, what you're I'm doing? doing now is so. There's a lot of tourism in Orlando, and there's a lot of tourism agents, uh, travel agents. Yeah. But what nobody does is everybody wants these amazing moments. You know, everybody wants to be Insta famous. Everybody wants to have a YouTube channel. Everybody, everybody's a podcaster, a broadcaster, a media personality. And that's actually cool. I think that's wonderful that we Mm -hmm. all have a voice and we can be us, but not everybody has 
$2,800 worth of Adobe software. Not everybody has a $1,600 laptop. Not everybody has a $4,000 compressor. Not everybody has a $180 microphone attached to a $50 cable attached to whatever the hell this $13 attachment I had to buy is. Yeah. The point is, if you want a cool video, you shouldn't have to refinance your house to have a family moment. And that's where I come in. If you're a cool mom, a cool dad, and you've got some kids and you're at the park anyway, and you want a special moment, you give me a call. I will show up with your family. We'll go to the park. We'll walk around. I'll do video of you in front of Cinderella's castle. I'll take a couple of pictures of you and the family doing the thing where we all try to jump at the same time. And there's always one kid who isn't smiling. I'll take a picture of the kid who drops the ice cream. I'll take a picture of the mom who's eating the ice cream for the first time since the Kennedy administration. I'll, we'll do it all. And then I take all that raw footage, I put it together, and I make a YouTube video for your family. And you have something impressive that you can put out there and show your relatives that you're succeeding. It's pretty awesome. Awesome. That sounds cool. And you're, you're about to do something with Dane. Dane was actually telling us beforehand. Yes. I, can't, I couldn't believe it. I was like, so Dane hits me up, and he's like, hey, I, I like your, your feed, and I want to do a, a video with you. And I'm like, that's great, man. That's cool. What, send me your YouTube link. I've subscribed to his link forever. I never realized it was him because he doesn't post any freaking <laughs> pictures. It's, it's, it's always like, look at all the cool stuff yeah. I've seen, but yeah. it's never Dane. It's never the dude, the bra, the people. Like it's never, he does no pictures of him on the page. It's crazy. Well, he is, well, he has like, so his YouTube, he has a YouTube channel also. His YouTube's awesome. We had a conversation about Frozen and how it's basically a two hour music video. Yeah. Yeah. And Dane's super cool. You know, he's been on a, on the show uh, one time and it was a really fun show to mm-hmm. do. Uh, Dane knows a lot, and he has a lot of cool little knickknacks too. Like you can see all his like little pass holder stuff he has. He's got there some in the paddywax too. Oh, you do swagtastic. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, Joey, you know, thanks for coming on. Like I said, you know, Always. we're looking forward to having you back on the show. Uh, can you just tell us where we can find you? I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Um, as always, I mean, the swag says it. But for those of you at home that aren't looking at the video, basically, it's the Joey Mazant everywhere, literally everywhere, literally. If it's a social media entity. If it's a YouTube, if it's an Instagram, if it's a TikTok, I don't really post a TikTok because I'm not a a 14-year-old girl, but I have one. You never know. So the point is social media at the Joey Mazant. Joey's the easy one to spell Mazant, two Zs like pizza. Make it happen. Awesome. Well, thank you, Joey. Thanks. Thank you, bro. See you, Joey. Take care. Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you.
Alex, what did you do in the world of Disney slash news? Uh, not too much. Uh, we were watching some interesting shows with my daughter because she's a big, uh, she's a big fan of Descendants, uh, as you know. And so recently, we've been watching the shows that star the Descendants people, but when they just had a TV show. One is uh, Liv and Maddie, which stars a girl who does, is the main person in Liv since. Uh, she is in that, and she plays twins in the show. And that show is actually kind of funny, I'm not going to lie. Uh, it's kind of sad to say that's kind of funny, but it is kind of funny. Um, and then other than that, my wife recently ordered a book, and the book is called The Unofficial Disney Parks Cookbook. And so it's by Ashley Crafters, in case anybody's interested. But we're going to have a plan where I think every month we're going to take a recipe from here. And we're going to make something from this book, a Disney-inspired uh, dish. So one of the ones we're going to do is going to be the uh, chicken and waffles from Magic Kingdom. Okay. We're going to do that, of course, the spicy chicken and waffles, because that is oh, one of our favorites. Oh, you're talking about from the Sleepy Hollow place? Exactly. Okay. That's in there. That's one of our favorite things to get at Magic Kingdom. So we're definitely going to try that recipe. And I was there for the first time you tried that, remember? You were there for the first yeah. time I tried that, and you saw my face. I was like, holy <laughs> moly, I found my food here. So, because I love chicken sandwiches, and this was and then this was delicious. So we're gonna do that. I think every month we're gonna try cook something. So I will definitely bring it to the podcast every time we make something. And let you know how it goes. Okay, that sounds good. That's cool. Yeah, kind of looking. I, there, there's some things in there that I, I was kind of looking forward to trying too, to try to make. The only thing that we've found sometimes, and I guess if you're doing it monthly, it probably would be cost effective. Is sometimes those recipes have some pretty pricey ingredients. Oh in yeah. It. Yeah, we we um we've been making the Canadian cheddar cheese soup for years mm-hmm. and it um it turns into a pretty pricey meal. I mean, part of it is because, you know, it needs a, a bottle of Canadian beer. Moosehead, so, right? Yeah. Do you really and, have to use Canadian beer? Can't you use American beer? Listen, I'm trying to be authentic. OK, do you wear flannel when you cook it too? Maybe. Do you throw axes? After. <laughs> But, um, but yeah, so, um, and then there was another one we did off of a food and wine cookbook. It was, um, it was African, it was, um, it was some sort of beef tenderloin. Yeah, I think we had, I think we had that with you too. Yeah. And, and that was another one that was, um, once you add up all the ingredients, it was pretty pricey. Steve is asking, is it, uh, officially unofficial? (laughs) I guess you can say that. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Anything else? Not for me. How about you? Uh, what what have I done? Let me pull up my notes. Uh, I did a couple of things. Uh, you know, I got a VR headset, so I've been yep. riding. You know, the different. Uh, and I'll be getting ride. one too soon, so I can't wait to do that as well. Yeah. And, so how are you doing that on YouTube or like what? Yeah, YouTube has like its own like VR like app uh, on the uh, Oculus on the Oculus, and pretty much what you do is that you sit there and uh, obviously you don't feel a lot of it. Like I, I rode like Everest, but it's still really cool. Like you can look around and see everything. My son was riding Small World and was having a blast. So he was riding a couple of different rides, you know, and he was having a lot of fun. What's so funny? <laughs> he was riding the Small World. Yeah, he loves Small World. <laughs> I know. But this would be the safest way for him to be able to ride roller coasters. Maybe he could get over his like apprehension to ride them. Well, he's doing a lot of he he he's you know he was just, he's just young you know so he he's stepping up with a lot of things that he is doing uh, that he's not as as afraid as he was once before with a lot of things. Um, but you know, I mean, I didn't ride roller coasters until I was like thirty seven years old. So, so if we get him at like eighteen, it's a win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I love roller coasters. 
uh, well, the kid roller coasters. I haven't really, you know, been on like the super roller coasters, I guess you can say, like the Hulk or anything like that. Oh, I love the Hulk. Mm, um, but still, the VR headset, it was a lot of fun. You know, I'm kind of looking forward to, um, you know, some of the things that this is like the first step in this type of technology, I believe. I know there's been VR headsets around for a long time, but this one, the Oculus Quest 2, is, is really popular. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I mean, you just ordered yours and it takes like a week for it to come in. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's definitely some great technology. If you, if you haven't, you know, tried it, I definitely recommend it. Dane sent me some, some, uh, there's like a YouTube channel called Defunct Land, right? Yes, Defunct Land. And it has 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. And oh, there's yeah. like a, some guy animated 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea in VR. That's so Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. So, uh, definitely recommend the VR headset. You know, it's a lot of fun. Let me see here. Also, um, you know, our Patreon, uh, if you join up in the month of February, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Give Kids the World, we'll be donating that money to Give Kids the World. You know, a couple months ago we did, we donated money to uh, the cast member uh, pantry. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to be doing the same thing all month of February. If you join, you know, uh, our Patreon, all the money that, that you, that for the month of February is going to be going to uh, Give Kids the World, which is a fabulous, um, you know, place for, to just help children. And families. Uh, also, a festival of the Lion King's coming back. That's awesome news. Yeah, it's coming back. It's yeah, that's be, big news. Yeah, it's I just coming, heard that today. Yeah, it's going to be coming back. You know, uh, this uh, this summer, I believe they said. Yeah, right? this summer. It's not going to be like the same, but it's coming back. Is this? Did they mention the location? No, they didn't mention the location. I, I was talking to Christina. I said, I hope it's the same location. I can't imagine it not being the location because I don't know where else they would put it. But because they did make that into line. For the Avatar ride, I'm curious if they're going to put it back there. I hope so, because it's a really cool place, I think, right? Yeah, I don't see where else they could put it, though. Yep, and all, uh, yeah. So, also, uh, Diz His Reviews, you know, we'd be getting some reviews. I just wanted to share this one. Nothing, you know, too big, but from Jamie, Apple Podcasts, this is a fun, wonderfully informative podcast for all Disney fans. So, nice. I just wanted to say Thank thanks you. for that review. Any kind of review, you know, helps us out, so... You know, if you're listening right now and you want to hear your review, you know, uh, read on the show, just go ahead and write us a review at, um, you know, on and anywhere, I guess. Give us five stars. <laughs> Whatever. We, <laughs> we, we, we won't read the bad ones. I, you know, actually, though, we haven't had any bad ones, so that's good. But we are going to do a drawing real quick, and then we'll get to Jen what she wants to do. We're going to do a All drawing right. for uh, Wax Melt, you know, Three Chicky Chicks, uh, MagicallyScented.com. Uh, we are going to do a Patreon giveaway. So I have my wheel right here. Let me show people who are watching in Zoom right now. Let me see if you can see it. Uh, no, you really can't see it. But I'm going to go ahead and spin it. You ready? Let me see if I can get the noise. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> Steve. Steve? Steve won. All right. Yeah, so Steve, just go ahead and message me which melt you want. And... uh we're going to get you a melt from three chicky chicks. That's all I did. How about you, Jen? What'd you do? Uh, we stayed at the Riviera Resort. All right. Weekend. Awesome. Tell, tell us about all about it. So um, this was the first time we set foot in there. And it um, definitely is very clean. And um, my husband had warned me that it was, um, you know, because you think of a resort when you look at it and you pull up, you think, wow, it's going to have this really big grand lobby and it doesn't, you know, it's a smaller one. So, um, 
he kind of warned me of that, like, don't walk in and be disappointed. But what's really neat about the resort is that it is, it's so small. Like it's, it's, it's intimate. You can walk from point A to point B very quick. Um, you can, you know, it, it definitely did not seem that crowded and it was a holiday weekend. So, um, so we were kind of surprised like that. Um, love the seating on the water. Like you can grab quick service and then sit down there. And we did that for breakfast one morning and, and that was, it was really nice. Um, our room, you could see the Skyliner from our room. So we were right there. Just, I mean, you could walk, we were on the first floor, so you could walk off of our patio and basically be in line for the Skyliner. That's, That's pretty nice. awesome. So, um, and the food, um, the quick service food was good. The coffee was great. We had the coffee shop every day. Um, and that was really good. There's this really, really, um, nice library right off of the coffee shop where you can just kind of sit in there and, and sip on your drink. And, and so we did that a lot too. Um, but yeah, I mean, the pool doesn't look like it's anything exciting. We basically kind of labeled it as a, a winter resort just because, you know, some places have better pools than others. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, I feel like if you were, you know, if you're going to go to the parks for a couple of days and you're, you know, you just want a good, you know, place where you can kind of stroll around at night with a drink or, you know, sit on the water or something like that. This is like the perfect place for that, honestly. Yeah. What, what did you think of the, the, um, oh gosh, I might say this all wrong. I, my, my brain's not working today. Murals? Murals. Yeah, the murals. <laughs> I don't know how I got that. The art on the walls? Yeah, murals. No, like the murals, like, you know, the, uh, the tangled, well, there's several, the tangled yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? There, there's, um, so what's really cool is, um, yeah, you just, you want to explore the resort and see all these different pictures. My favorite one, so of course we walk right down the hallway and I see right away it's um, Mrs. Darling and Wendy, John oh, and Michael yeah. and Nana. And you know, Nana, I I love Nana, yeah. the dog. And so um, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, you know me, I'm over the top and I'm taking pictures of it and everything like that. Now I want to walk the whole thing and see all these different paintings and whatever. But in the gift shop, you can buy them and they, uh, they ship them to you. They have every single piece of art that's in the resort available and you can have it as a picture or as a canvas. That's cool. It, it's really cool. And so we debated it. I, I had it. I just, there were two that I couldn't decide if I really wanted the, the Peter Pan one. And then there was another one that was kind of painted in like a, a specific style. Um, I probably maybe a Monet style painting and, but it had Wally and Eve. And so that was really cool. And so I was kind of going back and forth between the two and I ended up just not buying any because what? I couldn't decide. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but it's not like I can't go back. That's true. Yeah. So, um, but it's neat that they have that available to you. Now it's not instant where you, you know, buy it and they have them behind the counter in all form or fashion because they will frame them too. Um, you know, and it is, you know, it's it's on par with buying regular art. So, but it is pretty neat. Um, and and all the different paintings were just absolutely amazing. Awesome. So what else did you guys also- do? Um, we went to studios, mm-hmm. uh, had a horrific time with, um, getting rise of the resistance. Oh, really? It was so stressful. That is so stressful. It, it, I wouldn't let anyone else do it because I had to shoulder the burden of the stress so that 
I, because <laughs> so, so listen, so here's what happens. So we're all ready to go, you know, it's six 56. I've got my um, app up. I've done all this research and the other phone, the timer's going off and they're counting down for me. And so I'd supposed to write at seven, right? I've, I'm going to click it. I'm right at seven o'clock A notification comes across my phone. And I went to swipe the notification away and instead I clicked on it (laughs) and it went over to another app. Mm. And so, and I knew my heart sank. I knew it was going to be gone. And of course they were gone. So I was beating myself up all morning, which is ridiculous because we've been on this ride, but you know, everybody was counting on me Mm -hmm. and everybody in the family was good. Nobody was upset. Everyone's like, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Just So then we were eating at sci-fi when the one o'clock one came out. And so we did the same thing all over again. And I did it like a half a second too soon. And I had to refresh it one time. And I thought, oh, I'm done again. But we ended up getting backup group like number 158, which I thought there is no way we're going to get on. But we did. Um, Park closed at seven and we got on at six. So they must have had a good day where they didn't have a lot of cool. Awesome. So 158 was six. Yeah, 158 was at 6 p.m. Interesting. So, and thankfully the next day, I guess it was down for an extended period of time is what I was reading online. So you really lucked, you lucked out. Very much so. Because that was only the second time we'd been on it. So, um, but, and they've, they've got dividers up and everything like that. So, um, I mean, we just had, we, I believe we just had our family in the car because there were five of us. Cool. So, but, um. Yeah, so that was the weekend. It was busy, and I highly recommend Riviera Resort to stay. The rooms were fabulous. Uh, we had five people in it, and we didn't feel crowded at all. So definitely would recommend. Can't wait to stay there again. Cool. Have you been to all the resorts now? At, yes. On, you have? So why was that? Why are you waiting to go to that one? Because you haven't been to it yet, and you've been to other ones multiple times. Um, availability. So the whole thing started with this because we had some points we had to burn just like you guys did. And, um, so when I was looking around, try, we'd never been able to get into this resort, you know, it was always pretty full and actually I spotted it. And so we just kind of built the trip off of that. Oh, gotcha. So, but now with that one, yes, we have stayed at every resort except for yacht club, but we've stayed at beach club. So, you know, it kind of, it's like we've never stayed at Kidani, but we've stayed at Animal, Animal Kingdom, Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good to know for people who are booking and if they see that open to definitely grab it no matter what. Yeah. I think just because it's only been open a little over a year, um, but it's, uh, it was, it was just gorgeous. I mean, it's, it is. it's in my top. It's not my top. We were talking about that now that we've kind of conquered that and stayed everywhere. Mm-hmm. What would the top one be? And my top one is still um, Wilderness Lodge. Cool. Awesome. Nice. So that's the his on the wave of American flavors. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Thanks for listening and have a magical week. Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on patreon.com and search for DizHiz. DizHiz.